righty, everyone. How are we doing today? Uh, happy Wednesday, December 22nd. Uh, three days till Christmas. Hope you're having a lovely time with your friends and family, celebrating in the best way possible. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever pertains to you, I hope you're having a great time. Uh, for those who are on school winter break, I hope you are also having a peaceful, relaxing time and just soaking it all in before you have to go back uh, in what has been a very fast break. Um, just flying by these days have been very fast and I'm dreading going back. Just kidding. I'm excited to go back, but right now I love relaxing, sleeping in every day and just watching sports and playing Madden and all that stuff. So yeah, anyway, uh, pretty straightforward episode today. Uh, for those who didn't listen to the last episode, I'm trying to branch out to other sports, but right now my focus is mainly on the NFL. Uh, I can throw this in there right now because I do know about it. And over in the MLB, uh, for those who don't know, I'm a Cubs fan. And Carlos Correa and Cubs have mutual interest right now. So maybe a deal happens. Who knows? But that's all I've really heard from baseball other than the fact that there's still a lockout going. So sports in the baseball world is... Uh, dead right now and not much is happening it's unfortunate but you know at the end of the day these sports as much as we love them they're just like all just businesses so they're gonna they're gonna be greedy and such and disagree a lot in this case the mlb but yeah pretty like i was saying pretty straight straightforward episode uh there obviously isn't gonna be an episode on friday because that's christmas eve and although I'm going to try to get an episode out on Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve is different because usually my whole family comes over and like cousins and such, and I hang out with them. So it's it's harder to do this. As with Christmas, it's just me and my household family. So um, I'm and Christmas isn't a guarantee either. Uh, Hopefully I get some new stuff to upgrade my monitor and such, or not my monitor, I don't have a monitor, but upgrade my setup, maybe like a new mic. And if I do get stuff that might take a while to set up, then I'll just hold off an episode, but I'll make sure to let you guys know. Uh, in order to do that, please go follow my Instagram account, Let's Talk Sports 2021. I do have a Twitter account, but I'm not as active, so I would just follow my Instagram. And if you don't, don't have an Instagram, then just find a way to stop by even if it's just for like the first like five minutes of an episode that's usually when i recap what's really going on but um sorry getting off track back to what this episode's about uh we're gonna i brought up the no episode friday thing because we're gonna do our whole week game picks tonight uh not just thursday night like i usually do um usually i save my week game picks for fridays and i just do thursday night on wednesdays but I'm going to do all of it tonight because obviously no episode Friday. And then maybe a quiz or two or a tier list or such. Something fun, lighthearted. The NFL is kind of weird right now because of all the different games and everything. So I didn't really watch much of the games last night. Uh, I wasn't very intrigued first off. And uh, even when I was, it was hard to keep up because they were literally taking place at the exact same time. So that kind of sucks. You like I know on normal football Sundays it's like that. Uh but I just scroll through like channels just kind of to wait while my team stops playing. Uh 
last night I was just trying to I wanted to watch the Seahawks Rams game, and that's what I was watching when I was watching it. I was watching it off my phone. Uh, but I did tune into the Eagles game and watch that crazy interception. Uh, but yeah, so I'm not really gonna talk about those games. And then Monday night, what was the Monday night game? There was two. There was Raiders and Browns. Raiders won on a game-winning field goal. Oh, was it the Bears game? Was it Bears Vi- Bears Vikings? I think it was. Anyway, I didn't watch any of those games really much. I I know it's not the NFL's fault because the COVID rules, which that will be a point today. By the way, I am going to talk about all that. Um, but I uh, I don't I don't like the setup. Obviously. I don't think the NFL does either because that's why we don't have, I mean, I like every day knowing there's NFL football, but like if, if that was how the schedule was formed, there'd be better primetime games on our days. And the games that had to get moved weren't the most exciting. So it just made for like, not really entertaining football, but I mean, if they ever did do like a Monday night, what Tuesday night, Wednesday, which they'll never do because football is such a demanding sport and you need however many days to rest. So I think the chances of them adding a day is less likely than them taking away a day. I think Thursday night football is a higher chance of getting taken out than them adding, well, not Thursday night football, Monday night football. I think, right, Monday night football was the one years ago everyone was like they have to get rid of because of the short, after Monday night football, you have a shorter week. Or no, it might be Thursday night football. It is Thursday night football. That's what it is, because after Thursday night, that after the game Sunday, you have a Thursday night game and it's short rest and you're using your body again. But who knows? But yeah, anyway, um, I didn't really like the games this weekend the way they were all program like on air. So I kind of didn't really keep up. But and I don't really watch Bears games. Sorry, Bears fans, but I don't really watch the Bears because. That should be my team, but I do not like the Bears. So, but yeah. Anyway, we're gonna hop into it. Uh, sorry, that was a little all over the place. Just trying to catch you guys up real quick. I've missed a few episodes, so I'm just trying to uh, catch you guys up before the ball gets rolling again, and before I do this, and then I'm gone for a little bit because of Christmas. So, uh, let's get into it. Alrighty. So let's get the COVID stuff out of the way real quick because I said I was gonna talk about it. Um. So obviously, for those who are regular listeners. I uh, I am a Patriots fan, and so this COVID stuff, obviously, I keep up with it pretty frequently because it has managed to ruin a lot of crazy games, which is really unfortunate that that's the way, like, COVID's hitting the NFL. But um, it happened early in the year with the Cardinals and Packers. Obviously, if you're unvaccinated, you have to sit out longer than if you are vaccinated. And that's just, I think, NFL's way of kind of... Obviously, it's it's health and safety because if you're unvaccinated, then you really got to take it serious not to spread it. But if you're vaccinated, they kind of give you a little leeway and you don't sit out as long. And I, I do think that's also enforced by the NFL just to kind of force the players to get vaccinated. Obviously, some players don't care regardless. Uh, Cole Beasley being one of them, which is what I was going to bring up. The COVID thing sucks. And the example I'm using is from like my team so obviously the last two weeks COVID has hit a lot of sports and uh, like places other than like around the world that are not just involved with sports and it it really leaves 
league's in a hard place because like right now and not not to hate on the bills right but if the bills lose this week they have a reason to complain and to make make excuses because the bills will have the greatest wide receiver core and losing Cole Beasley which is what happened he got tested positive for COVID and he's unvaccinated. So even if the game gets moved back, there's like a little chance he plays. And that's a, like, that's a big target for them. Him, Emmanuel Sanders and Stefan Diggs. Oh, and Gabriel Davis. So now you're down from four to three. And that could, that could change a game, right? But now you go over the Patriots side and they have lost Kendrick Bourne and Patriots also don't have, I mean, the Bills have better receivers than the Patriots, but the Patriots don't have many receivers. So Kendrick losing Kendrick Bourne hurts. Like right now, they're they have Gunnar Olszewski, Nikhil Harry, and then I think it's like Trey Nixon and something like other people, someone else. So it's it's tough that like especially now, like if this happened early in the season, then it's different. But this these next like three weeks are the tip of the season, like. Every team is fighting for their lives. Sorry, I'm going to pull up some games that are caught. Like, tomorrow tomorrow night is a good example. The Titans and the 49ers play. And those are two teams with, like, the Titans are the three seed. They need to keep winning because the Colts are catching up very quickly. And they want to, obviously, be a higher seed because if they're not that high seed, then they're screwed. So. Here, let me just click through these real quick. Oh, wait, this is not the current week. Anyway, like I was saying, they won't have home field advantage in any game if they keep losing. So say like Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown got COVID-19. And I, if that is a thing, I, I'm not whoops. but And hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't want to jinx them. But say that happens and say like, the Niners get like a no. We'll just say they're clean. They they don't have any any COVID. They the Titans are now playing not to their full potential because they are missing players. And the Titans, if they say they okay, say the Colts beat the Cardinals, and say the Titans beat the Niners. I mean, lose to the Niners. They are now both nine and six, and the, the Colts don't jump the Titans because the division record for the Titans is better. But the Titans are on the verge. And I think if the Bengals were to win, yeah, the Bengals jump to three and the Titans lose. So just stuff like that, and it's unfortunate and it bugs me with this whole COVID thing that the, like this is how it's going. And sorry, that was all over the place. I was trying to make analogies and such. Uh, obviously, I'm not a doctor, so COVID's not my strong suit, and I'm also not a owner of the NFL, so I don't know if I could even give you a good solution to these problems, because I don't think you can cancel games, because then where are you going to replace it? Like, it's not like baseball. Baseball, you can cancel a game because they just shove it in anywhere else. That game that's gone is an off day for you. Go get them next time. Football, it's a week-by-week basis, and it's hard to fit games in 
to certain weeks unless they delayed the playoffs too. But other than that, I don't see a, a good solution. Like, it's just unfortunate that it, it's that COVID's hitting so hard right now, especially after the NFL's been doing was I feel like one of the better sports when it comes to this whole COVID crisis because, I mean, not many games earlier in the season and midseason were affected by this other than maybe Packers-Cardinals weeks ago. But yeah, that's just where I stand on the COVID. It is unfortunate, and obviously I don't blame anyone. It's a, like out of everyone's control, and it's um it's scary, and you have to you have to be very cautious because you don't want to spread it, and you don't want the NFL to have to like shut down for two weeks or something because every team has it. I think they're handling it as best as they can, and I'm glad they're not canceling games. That's just how I feel about it. Not to talk about that too much. I hate talking about COVID. Uh, but that's just, I just want to update you because it is a thing in the NFL right now and teams are going to take a tumble in their standings, playoff teams, I should say, because who like if you're not in the, I mean, <laughs> that was interpreted wrong. If you aren't in the playoffs, you still care about COVID and not infect everyone. But I'm saying the games that it's like really affecting are the playoff teams, which is unfortunate. Anyway, on to game picks for week, I think this is 14. Alrighty, game picks. A lot of good games this week. A lot of fun, fun games. Uh, obviously, tomorrow I already brought it up. 49ers and Titans. This should be a great game. 49ers have turned their season around really quickly. And the Titans obviously suffer from injury. And haven't been able to play to full potential because they're a one-dimensional team now without Derrick Henry. I mean, Foreman has been doing fine for the Titans and is a fine average replacement. But when you have Derrick Henry, you literally can do what the Patriots did. Patriots did to the Bills weeks ago and just run every play and you have a high chance of winning. Uh, Niners are favored by three, and I think I'm going to follow in that direction and say the Niners do somehow win this game. The Niners' defense is just too quick and too amazing. It's just such a good defense, and I think without Derrick Henry, without the Titans just being fully operational, I just don't see it. I don't see it working out for the Titans. I do think it's going to be a close game, and I'm going to land on 34-31 Niners. I do think it's going to be high. Actually, let me run it back. Because defense is going to be really good for probably both teams. So I'm going to say 28-24 Niners. And that's, yeah. And I think this is a big momentum push for the Niners in a very scary result for the Titans because man the Colts are looking really good at the right time next game on this list is Browns and Packers and I don't really think I need to say much I get the Browns are seven and seven they just beat the Raiders oh no the Raiders beat the Browns sorry uh, they just lost to the Raiders uh it's just not the Browns year this year Baker Mayfield is really struggling I don't I'm not as anti-Baker as everyone else is I do think he can shine eventually but he's just having a rough year. I think the Browns don't know how to use their running backs properly, and they're too predictable. And I think, obviously, the Packers are red hot right now, so I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and that defense is going to shine yet again at Lambeau and uh, hold the Browns to a low score. I'm going to say 38-17 Packers. Moving on to Cardinals-Colts. 
Now, I'm a little biased because I just watched the Colts absolutely destroy them. Not absolutely destroy, but play better football than my team. And they did that with Carson Wentz, I think, only throwing it like eight times. And, you know, you get the – ow, he's hit my knee. You get the whole – the whole. I talked about it last episode. You get the whole thing. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Colts win over the Cardinals at Arizona. And the Colts win – Ooh, what do I want to say? 31-28 at Arizona. Jonathan Taylor's going to have a good game. Wentz is going to play average, just average enough to win. And Pittman should have a good, a few good plays, a few good catches. And yeah, that one I like that's an upset, but I'm not I'm going to be too shocked if that happens. The Cardinals really struggled last week against the Lions. And that is a that is a momentum breaker, losing to the Lions. Well, not just losing to that organization, but like the way they're playing this year. But the Lions do usually play well against the Cardinals, which is funny. So yeah, I think the Cardinals are going to be a little sh- a little shocked right now, and they're kind of going to crumble. But I think they won't crumble too much. I think after the Colts, they'll get it back together. Moving on. Speaking of the Lions, Lions and Falcons are the eleven are one of the eleven a.m. games on Sunday. Uh day after Christmas and I see the Lions upsetting the Falcons Lions are really fun right now because they keep winning not keep winning they've won twice but they just beat the Cardinals and I'm gonna say it's a pretty good game I'm gonna say 35-24 Lions yeah I like that moving on to Ravens and Bengals and man this is a good game there's a lot of good games on Sunday Ravens, I heard Lamar Jackson has not practiced this week yet, which would hurt. I mean, not really, though, because Tyler Huntley looks pretty good. I'm going to say the Bengals win and jump the Ravens in the AFC North. And I'm going to say the Bengals win in a high-scoring game. 42-35. to Bengals. I like the Bengals. I've always kind of liked the Bengals. I, I've kind of overhyped them throughout the season and given them more credit than they deserve. But I think they're a sneaky team, and I think if they made, made one of one or two games in the playoffs, I wouldn't be too surprised. Maybe one, not two. Uh, next game is Rams and Vikings, and I'm going to go with another upset here. I'm going to say the Vikings beat the Rams. Both teams are kind of playing for their lives right now because the Rams, like, the Rams are probably going to make the playoffs, but they have a chance to now win that division. And the Vikings are the seventh seed and playing for the play- to make the playoffs. And they're a good team, so you really want to make the playoffs if you're the Vikings because you should know you're good. Um, I'm going to say the Vikings win just because they have more to play for. And they feel more like a team to me than the Rams. Uh, I like the Vikings, and I like their team. And I get the Rams are good, but their defense hasn't been as great as I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to say the Vikings win 24 to 20. Yeah, 24 20 Vikings. Ooh, next Patriots Bills. So, oh man, I don't know. So for those of you who don't know, although the Patriots won once this year against the Bills. If the Bills beat the Patriots, they jump back ahead of the AFC East. I 
I don't know. This is so hard for me because obviously New England's my team. I love New England. But the Bills are going to play so well. They're going to play like their lives depends on it. The only thing I have going for the Patriots is that they barely threw it last game. And if the weather is better than expected, which apparently right here it says it's only going to be 39. I say only 39, but that's better than what it was last time. And it's sunny, part, partly cloudy. Um, I'm going to say Patriots win. 28-24. It's going to be a close game. Yeah, Patriots win. I hope. That's just what I hope, honestly. I'm 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 not gonna talk too much about it because I'm scared. But Patriots win 28-24. Jack Jack yeah, sorry. Jacksonville and the Jets. Hmm. I'm gonna say the Jets win just because if I'm the Jaguars, I tank now. Now that um the Lions are the 31st worst team and the Jags are 32. I'm going to say the Jets win and the Jaguars are like secretly tanking. Uh, I'm going to say the Jets win 38 to 20. Then I'm going to say they win by a lot. I don't have much to say about these teams because they both suck. Giants and Eagles. Eagles are a sneaky team this year. Winning a lot of games they shouldn't and losing a lot of games they I mean, winning a game's a lot. Yeah, winning a lot of games they shouldn't, and losing a lot of games that they should win. I'm gonna say Eagles win thirty-five to twenty over the Giants, and I say Jalen Hurts has a good game because I he's been secretly good this year, in my opinion. I don't get the Jalen Hurts hate. Sorry, my chair's so squeaky. Okay. Moving on to the Buccaneers and Panthers. So obviously the Buccaneers are injury prone right now. A lot of injuries, unfortunately. Godwin out for the year towards ACL. Not too sure about Evans. Uh, Antonio Brown should be back and they just signed Le'Veon Bell. And they are playing the Panthers. I'm going to say the Buccaneers still win this game. I'm going to say Brady's mad about losing to the Saints last week. I'm going to say they win 42-20. to I'm going to say they, they stopped the Panthers. Brady needs to prove something. He needs to prove that they're okay. And he will, because he's the GOAT. Moving on to Chargers-Texans. I'm going to say, obviously, the Chargers win. And I'm going to say they, they blow them out. I'm going to say 42-17 to 17 Chargers. Chargers offense has kind of been firing on all cylinders against teams like this. Um, By teams like this, I mean bad teams. So I don't see them really, the Texans, proving much of a threat. And I think the Tex- the Chargers just go into NRG Stadium, have a nice time and leave, and help their playoff chances going 9-6. and That would be very good for them. And if the Chiefs lose, they can catch up. Well, not really. I think, I think the Chiefs have that in hand. But, you know, we can act like it. Moving on, Bears and Seahawks. Seahawks have just been announced their first losing season under Russell Wilson with the loss the other day to the Ram yesterday to the Rams. Uh that's crazy that he has never had a losing season. I mean he almost beat the he almost beat the Rams. There was that awful pass interference call. But I mean the Rams were expected to win, so he, it, it kind of felt like it was gonna happen. Anyway, Seahawks play the Bears. I think the Seahawks crushed the Bears. <laughs> the Bears are so bad. 
sorry Bears fans if you're listening. They're just not very good. <laughs> they they have nothing good going for them. They had um a good first half against the Packers two weeks ago. That's about it. But other than that, they're pretty bad. So I'm going to say the Seahawks win. And I'm actually going to keep it closer than what I want to say because the Seahawks have been struggling. So I'm going to say 27-21 Seahawks. Moving to 6-9. and nine. <laughs> Anyway. Chiefs and Steelers, and I believe the Chiefs lost, was it Tyree Kill and Kelsey? Or just Kelsey? They're still favored to beat the Steelers. But you want to know what? I'm going to predict the upset. Because COVID has been playing a bigger effect than people think, and the Steelers have been somehow winning games that they have no right winning. I'm going to say the Steelers win 31-28. to I'm going to say they win on a last-second field goal, and they come back in the second half. Just because I get the Chiefs are still good, even without Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. But those are big pieces, and it makes it easier for that amazing Steelers defense to win. So, yes, I'm going to say Steelers beat the Chiefs 31-28. to And the Chiefs fall to 10-5, but still looking very good and like a very dangerous threat. Broncos and Raiders. Now, this is an interesting one, because the Raiders can kind of make a push to the playoffs one more time if they can beat the Broncos. But the Broncos have also been looking pretty good. But they just lost Teddy Bridgewater. So unfortunately, as much as I'd like to say the Broncos are going to win, I think the Raiders are going to win and jump to 8-7. and seven. Just because without a quarterback, it's it's hard to, to win a game. And I think I think Bridgewater has, is in concussion protocol, so I don't even think he can play. So I'm going to say the Raiders win 35-31. to 31. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. Raiders win at home. And then the Sunday night game is Washington at the Cowboys. Washington almost beat the Cowboys last time, but they didn't. And I don't think they're going to do it this time either. I think the Cowboys are going to just kind of ease in to the playoffs not like make anything like crazy moves like for like a, a higher seed but just kind of under the radar just win like no one's really talking about the Cowboys anymore because they they've had a, a rough spurt during the season Dak Prescott has kind of fallen from fallen back to earth and uh yeah the Cowboys are good but I mean they're just gonna win the games they have to and then just make the playoffs and then probably lose in the first round anyway Cowboys win I'm gonna say Mm. 38 to 27 38 to 27 and then lastly Monday night Dolphins and Saints Dolphins are one of the first teams that I think were like 2 and 7 I think was their record they're like the first 2 and 7 team that can make the playoffs for the first time ever uh I want to say the Dolphins are going to win this game. I do. But eventually all good things must come to an end. And I think the Saints defense will be too good for the Dolphins. And I think that the Saints will win. I think it'll be a good game. But I think the Saints are going to win. 27-24. Saints. The Saints just beat the Bucks, dude. They're riding high and they 
can maybe make the playoffs if they keep winning the way they are. So Saints win. What did I say? 27-24, I think. Yeah, 27-24 and help their chances. And the Dolphins finally end that that one streak and uh, have to face reality that they're they're not as good as people think. Anyway, that's it for my game picks this week. Sorry, it was a little messy. A lot of thoughts going right now. I talked about the Patriots, so my my brain shut off, and I'm just in panic mode right now. Uh, I am going to talk about the Pro Bowl instead of doing a quiz and a sport goal. I mean, that is the same thing. It's your list uh, because I forgot the Pro Bowl rosters came out today. So I'm going to talk about the Pro Bowl, and then that's where we're going to end it. Um, and then I'll do something fun on Christmas if there is a Christmas episode. But yeah, let's get into the Pro Bowl roster because I have a little bit of controversial like opinions and thoughts and just all that because, you know, fan voting. But yeah, let's get into it. Moving on to the Pro Bowl. And I just want to say real quick for any Colts fans listening, Colts fans have come to play this year. After watching that Patriots and Colts game, the atmosphere there was ridiculous. I remember sitting there and I was like, wow, the crowd right now is going crazy. Um, But... I bring up the Colts because somehow, somewhere, the Colts have led the Pro Bowl selections with seven players making the Pro Bowl. Three on offense, Jonathan Taylor, Ryan Kelly, and Quinton Nelson. And then three on defense, DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, and Kenny Moore the second. And then one on special teams, Luke Rhodes, the long snapper. Now, the Colts are a very star-studded team and very talented. But for them to have the most players seems a little silly to me. I mean, their record is 8-6. and six. Not that record really matters if you're talented. But, I mean, good for the Colts. Seven people make it. That's seven players that are guaranteed to play in your Pro Bowl because they're not making the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. Anyway, I like, I like the Colts. I have nothing against them. I was just kidding. But good for them. Jonathan Taylor definitely deserved it. Darius Leonard's a beast. I love to him. He definitely deserved to make it. And then their their O line, Ryan Kelly and Quinton Nelson. That that makes sense too to me. Uh, Buckner and Kenny Moore and Luke Rhodes. I'm not too sure. I haven't really kept up with them, especially Kenny Moore, the corner. I didn't know that he was playing good. But anyway, following the Colts, the Chiefs and Chargers tied for second with six on each team. Um, and Mahomes and Herbert are both part of the quarterback group, and uh, then the third quarterback was Lamar Jackson. In the NFC, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, and oh wow, and the Niners, uh, had five each. And the quarterbacks for the NFC are Rodgers, Brady, and Murray. Uh, it's really cool to have Brady and, and Rodgers. Obviously, I don't think one of those are going to be playing in the Super Bowl. I think one of those are going to be in the Super I mean, one of those. I don't think one of those are going to be playing in the Pro Bowl because I think one of them are going to be in the Super Bowl. But good for them. They're getting old and they're still proving that age doesn't matter. So, yeah, good for them. Uh, the Pro Bowl is in Vegas. It will be played on this February 6th. But uh, let me get into more of the roster. Uh, I talked about the AFC quarterbacks, but the AFC wide receivers is Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase, which was surprising to me because he's a starter, Stefan Diggs, and Tyree Kill. Uh, they all make sense to me. Those ones are pretty obvious. Just I don't get that Jamar Chase got picked as a starter over Diggs and Hill. Just odd to me because I thought people would have chose. Because I think 
your starter based on if you had the most votes in that, like out of the other people who made it in that category. Our running backs is Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, and Jonathan Taylor. I have nothing to argue there. Those are all great running backs and having great years. I'm trying to think who in the AFC. Obviously, I think Derrick Henry would have made it. He definitely would have made it. I'm trying to think who else is in the AFC that maybe got robbed. Uh, the only one I'm kind of thinking of, but I don't. I, I'm like I'm not gonna complain about it. Is maybe James Conner has been having a good year, so maybe him, but not really. Yeah, I, those are fine. Fullback Patrick Ricard, the fullback for the Baltimore Ravens. I 100% agree with that. 1,000%. He is a great fullback. Uh, moving on to tight ends is Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. And Mark Andrews actually is the starter over Kelsey, which is crazy. But I agree with that, too. Mark Andrews has been a great year. He is, like, slowly becoming the best tight end in the NFL. I do wish there was one more tight end, and this might be my bias, but I do think Hunter Henry has been having a great year. For the Patriots, and I, I, I wish he was on here just as like a bench player. I don't think he should be the starter over Kelsey or Andrews, but I do think he should get like recognition. He's been having a literal insane year. He's caught so many touchdowns this year, and he's a big contributor to that Patriots offense. Um, O line, from what I'm seeing, I'm not going to go through all of them because there's a lot, but it seems like the normal. Uh, Joel Bitonio, Quentin Nelson, Wyatt Teller, Ryan Kelly. Yeah, you know, you get it. Uh, moving on to defense, we have Max Crosby. Good for him from Las Vegas Raiders. Miles Garrett and Trey Hendrickson. Uh, Max Crosby and Hendrickson, I wasn't expecting if like I was going to pick at the beginning of the year. Miles Garrett, obviously, 100% expecting because he is a monster. Um, but I think that looks pretty good to me. I like the defensive ends. The players that have been playing really well are getting rewarded despite, like, because fan voting is so tough, right? Because you have the players that that people want to make in just because their name and people don't really look at their stats. But seeing Max Crosby make it and Trey Hendrickson makes it seem like the fans are actually voting for who's playing well. So I like to see that. And, and then for interior linemen, we have DeForest Buckner. Obviously, I just said that earlier. Cameron Hayward and Chris Jones. I'm okay with that. I like those three. Um, and then outside linebackers is Joey Bosa, Judon, and TJ Watt. So I agree with all three of those, and I'm not mad about any of them. I just think that because TJ Watt and Joey Bosa are the starters, I think it should be TJ Watt and Judon. Judon's having an incredible year, so I don't know why he's not starting over Joey Bosa. But maybe Joey Bosa is having a better year, and I just don't know. But I'm pretty sure Judon's having a better year than Joey Bosa. Definitely not T.J. Watt, because T.J. Watt is a absolute monster. For inside linebackers, we have Darius Leonard uh, and Denzel Perryman. I did not know Denzel Perryman was having a good year in Las Vegas, but I guess he is. Uh, Darius Leonard, obviously a stud. Don't doubt that he should have made it. And then corners, we have Xavier Howard from Miami and J.C. Jackson from New England. Finally, J.C. Jackson makes it last year. He wasn't voted in, uh, which was crazy. He is a ridiculous corner, having a great year. And then Kenny Moore and Denzel Ward are the backups for them. And then for free safety, there's just one, Kevin Byard. Uh, I like that pick. He's been having a good year over there in Tennessee. And then strong safeties, we have Derwin James and Tyron Matthew. Again, those are two obvious players. And then for special teams, I'll just go through them real quick. AJ Cole, Justin Tucker, Luke Rhodes, Devin DuVernay, and Matthew Slater. 
Slater making his a millionth Pro Bowl appearance. That guy's insane. Um, so that's the AFC. Not too mad about the AFC. Uh, maybe just Hunter Henry, maybe, and Judon as a starter. Again, those are Patriot players, so I guess I'm biased. But Oh, and maybe James Conner in there somewhere, if you could put a fourth. But they don't need to. But yeah, I'm not too mad about the AFC. I kind of like it. It should be fun. Over in the NFC, we have at quarterback Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the starter, which is kind of crazy over Brady, but they've both been having a good year, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, wide receivers, we have Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Debo Samuel. Oh my God, I'm so dumb. James Conner's in the NFC, and he did make the Pro Bowl. Good for him. Yeah, James Conner did make the Pro Bowl in the NFC. Sorry about that. He is not on the uh, AFC Cardinals. He's on the NFC Cardinals. So, um, running backs for the NFC are Kamara, James Conner, and Dalvin Cook. Good for James Conner. He was having a good year. Good for him. I believe that's like his third or second Pro Bowl, right? He made he made it one time when he was in the Steelers, I think. Uh, tight ends is obviously Kittle. And then Kyle Pitts, which is awesome for him. That's two rookies so far that I've noticed. Uh with uh, Jamar Chase in the AFC and Kyle Pitts in the NFC. Good for them. Uh, I'll just run through all the offensive linemen names real quick. Uh, Tyron Smith, Trent Williams, Tristan Wirfs, or Wirfs, uh, Ali Marpet, Zach Martin, Brandon Scherf, Ryan Jensen, and Jason, Jason Kelsey. Those are all obvious. Good for all of them. Defensive ends, we have Bosa, Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, and Cameron Jordan. Yeah, Brian Burns has been very good for the Panthers this year. Uh, and then, obviously, Nick Bosa and Cameron Jordan. Those are, like, guarantees. Uh, for interior linemen, Jonathan Allen. I did not know that he was having a good year. Uh, Kenny Clark and Aaron Donald. Kenny Clark and Aaron Donald, those are pretty obvious. And then Jonathan Allen, good for him. I didn't know he was having a good year. Uh, for outside linebacker, we have Shaq Barrett, Chandler Jones, and Robert Quinn. Those three are locks. Those three are ridiculously good. And then inside linebackers, we do have another rookie with uh, Micah Parsons. Good for him. He's literally defensive rookie of the year. And then Bobby Wagner, who seems like he's always in the Pro Bowl, no matter how bad or good he plays. For corners, we have Trayvon Diggs, obviously obviously the interception machine. But I don't really think he should be in the Pro Bowl because he gets burnt a lot. He just gets a lot of interceptions. But anyway, uh, Marshall Mattimore, Jalen Ramsey, and Darius Slay. Good to see Darius Slay in there again. He was very good with the Lions, and then he kind of was average for a little bit, but then he 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 bounced back this year. Uh, Lattimore, too. He was really good when he was in his like first and second year. And then, obviously, Jalen Ramsey. For free safety, we have Quandre Diggs from Seattle. Uh, he just got a, p- a pick last night, but yeah, he's been playing good. And then for strong safeties, we have Buda Baker and Harrison Smith. Those two names are, everyone knows who those people are, and they're obvious that they're going to make it. And then for special teams, we have, I'm just going to list all of them like I did in the AFC, Brian Anger, I think, Matt Gay, Josh Harris, Jakeem Grant, and JT Gray. It's crazy. I feel like Jakeem Grant got in because of that game against the Packers. <laughs> but anyway, in the NFC, I'm also not too mad with the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is pretty good this year. I think I'll I'll definitely watch it this year. 
the thing is, is there's a lot of young players on this these lists, so it's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of young players, other than like quarterbacks and such. But even the AFC, they're all young quarterbacks. Yeah, the AFC's roster is really young. It's going to be fun for sure. I'm excited. I hope they do the skills challenges again. Or like the like the obstacle course stuff and the dodgeball. I love those. I know those aren't really football. And people might not really like those, but I love them. That whole week, I just like go on YouTube and I just watch them. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the Pro Bowl selections. Sorry I went through those kind of fast. Not much to say. Uh, because I thought I was going to disagree with more when I first looked. But I actually am not opposed to what I just read. Um, yeah, that's it for today. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, if I don't post, hope you guys have a wonderful holiday with your uh, family and friends. I hope you get whatever gifts or whatever you want in your stocking or under your tree. And uh, I'll see you next episode, which uh, is to be determined. Just keep an eye out for Friday. If not, I will be back Sunday afternoon at the latest. But thank you so much for listening. Uh, having a blast still. I'm very lucky that I get to do this and uh, that this is my future. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I just said that three times. But anyway, yeah. I uh, remember, keep talking sports. Thank you.